Welcome to my very first episode as a 33-year-old. <laughs> I mean, out of the pods. <laughs> I'm Deep T. <laughs> and I'm Natalie. Happy birthday, Deep T. Thank you. I feel like I should be able to say happy birthday to me for two weeks. Yeah. No, it's your birthday month. Wait, no, your birthday month <laughs> passed. The thing about it's your birthday so. is it's what, January 30th, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you know how people have that birthday month? Like, you don't. Like, how do you celebrate no, your birthday like January 1st? And you know what's funny is I heard that people get uh, January birthdays are hard because people are fatigued from celebrating Christmas and like all the holidays. And they're like, great, a January birthday. <laughs> I'm fatigued. No, well, no, but it was fun. Do you like celebrating your birthday? I don't No, I hate it. I hate the attention. I like to run away. I wanted to do like a solo trip somewhere and then my best friend from college was like hey do you want to just come to Clearwater Florida and I was like absolutely so it was like me her two-year-old and the pool it was amazing it's like a very chill birthday yeah it looked so nice I saw you posting on Instagram about it and then I also saw your birthday post did Laura your friend take that photo Yes, yes. I took my nice camera and I was like, hey, randomly, do you want to just do this photo shoot? And she's like, absolutely. So we went at sunset. Oh, my gosh, it was so fun. Such a fun little day. I know it was it was such a cool photo. And but I was like, who took this? Like, I was like, (laughs) does she have a boy there that I don't know? But then it was too good where I was like, there's no way this is from an Instagram boyfriend. So yeah, an Instagram hubby is not able to do that. Let's face it. Okay, so like, what's (laughs) your dreams and goals? As a newly minted 33-year-old. Honestly, I'm getting this tattoo. Live with intention, baby. You're getting That's a tattoo? I'm going to get a tattoo right here on my arm. Wait, I thought you were going to get... For those listening... I thought you were going to get my on initials. On the right side. Oh, uh, yeah. I was thinking about getting your initials with like a cute little flower, but... <laughs> we should go... Emoji. And- no, we should go get an OOTP, uh, like a little out of the pods <laughs> tattoo. <gasps> That'd be cool for like our hundredth episode. All right. Well, we'll have to see at number hundred because I already have one ugly ass <laughs> tattoo. I don't know if I could add another one <laughs> to my list. But, yeah, um, true. What honestly, what an amazing like 33 years you had, especially the last two years. I feel like that was, I don't know. It's so crazy that we went through all of that and now we're kind of like getting older and it's getting past us. So yeah. Wait, do you, I, I don't know why, but every birthday I feel like I need to do something like really crazy. Are you like that? Like, or do you just like want to like go under the radar? and <laughs> Honestly, every birthday I don't feel anything truly. Like I just, <laughs> it's so morbid of you. To like I just, <laughs> I don't feel any different. Um, remember when I had that wig party for my 30th birthday? Oh, my God. I hate you for that shit. <laughs> I hate it. Guys, okay. Hate- Deep D was the worst at this. So I had was- like, what is it? Like 30 people. And we all wore like colorful wigs and like went out during the day. Like we bar hopped for my birthday. Deep D refused to wear her wig. She hated okay, the theme all- so bad. I thought I it was so fun on. though. We were like so so drunk do you remember like walking around yes the old town oh I totally remember and I people were mad at me your friends yeah <laughs> in the bad and like not in a bad way they're like put your fucking wig on I was like I look like fucking the smurfs threw up on my face 
Like, but we no. all did. We were like those girls that were so obnoxious. Like we were like wearing all like colorful outfits, like really cute. Like everyone like killed it except for Deep Deep because <laughs> all she did was carry her wig. I was like, what's going on? <laughs> and I was like, hey, here it is. <laughs> but um, we were like those annoying ass girls. Like you you guys know. <laughs> like was- remember when you wanted to remember when you wanted us to be Guy Fieri, like all of us dressed like Guy Fieri for your birthday? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so I wanted to, but his wigs were sold out. Like I couldn't find enough wigs. <laughs> Or like none of my friends. Thank God. There was like, like oh, my, God. on Amazon or even like the Party City, I was trying to find like the Guy Fieri wigs, but it was like, yeah, there were like only 10 left. And I was like, okay, just not enough. <laughs> no. Because <laughs> I am Guy Fieri's uh, number one fan. Oh my gosh, I'm dead inside. That's so funny. Wait, weirdly, did you see the news about uh, Demi Lovato? No. She, <laughs> she attended, <laughs> she attended a... <laughs> She attended a cardiovascular disease awareness event. Yeah. And she performed at it. And guess which song she chose to sing? Which one? Her song called Heart Attack. <gasps> but it's a cardiovascular. Is it getting awareness. backlash? Is she getting backlash? She's getting so much backlash. And can I tell you, her PR team is on it this is so funny but she's like no you guys don't know the context i gave a super sweet intro about how i've had a heart attack myself and that's why i'm doing this event and how there's a connection with mind and heart and that's why i sang this uh, the song but she's getting torn apart on social media right now (laughs) i mean The iron. It's so bad. Everyone's like, bro, like 10 minutes before this, they played like a video of all the like the survivors. <laughs> she does like heart attack. Oh no. Dude, I know. I'm telling you, like, who approved that? Okay, that is really bad. Because here's the thing: we now live in an age of like things are posted, like very short clips of things, or like things are taken out of context. Because I get it if she gave like did like a speech about it and like there was background i feel like it wouldn't be that bad yeah i mean we've been victims of it too so uh i feel your demo lovato is all i can say (laughs) (laughs) we feel for you babe but you know what put make your pr team work hard yeah yeah i was like you pay them for a reason Okay, I don't know if anyone is like me, but I feel like this harsh winter has just been a really good reminder to start focusing on my skin. So I've been using One Skin since December, and it has really changed my skin. So I'm 31, and I started to notice some lines around my eyes and my mouth, and my skin just looked really worn out. Then I started using One Skin, and I really, really like it. Like my skin is much softer, the lines around my eyes are mostly gone, and kind of that general dehydrated look of my skin is also gone. Their products use their proprietary OS1 peptide, it's the first ingredient scientifically proven to reduce the buildup of senescent cells, which are those zombie cells that contribute to skin aging. And I feel like as I get older, I really try to use products that are backed by research. In a third-party 12-week clinical study performed by third-party research organization, OneSkin's OS1 face topical supplement was clinically proven to strengthen the skin barrier and diminish visible signs of aging. So wrinkles were diminished in 87% of users. 
I just like that OneSkin is more than just skincare. It's about skin longevity, targeting the root causes of aging to help you look and feel your best at every age. Get started today with 15% off using code OUTOFTHEPODS at OneSkin.co. That's 15% off OneSkin.co with code OUTOFTHEPODS. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. It's time to expect more from your skincare routine. Invest in the health of your skin with OneSkin. Um, can we share Uh, the best news ever for our listeners let's share it guys against our better judgment and free will (laughs) we have watched love is blind sweden for you we saw all of your dms we saw all of your comments just begging us to react to this season and i'm not gonna lie it is my favorite season of love is blind but can we just clarify why dp and i did not initially <laughs> recap and react to first the Sweden of all version? you say best season ever <laughs> best season ever really. ever <laughs> yeah okay tell them tell them why i think we're on the same page about this as to why we waited so long to watch okay yes this season look if you guys have been listening since episode one deep two and i <laughs> are not okay from filming love is blind we are we it's still have trauma one. we still have baggage and i was like the last thing i want to do is watch every version of love is blind there's i think there's, <laughs> there's too many there i okay so there are some versions international versions that haven't come out yet but there's about to be like nine international versions virgins there's (laughs) there's about to be nine international versions of love is blind and you that's insane you have to fucking pay me five million dollars to watch all nine versions plus two of the u.s plus one of the uk coming out too she's actually she's actually kidding because you know she has to for the for the purposes of this podcast (laughs) actually in all in um all seriousness i think the biggest reason why we probably won't recap all the international versions um is because we know that the international versions like some of them aren't available to all countries and so we didn't want to like kind of like segment our um our listener base if they don't have access to to the season yeah and that's why i think we're choosing to just kind of do like a a high level overview recap type style for this but dude i'm in the same boat i tried to already tried to watch love is blind sweden like three times i started and i was like oh it just i was like i can't do it i can't do it and then the third time it really stuck because you know we wanted to recap it but can i tell you something fucking hilarious when i first started watching i watched it in the english audio version not the swedish version and it was terrible i was like who are these dubbed dubbed version (laughs) i I never absolutely not i couldn't do it and then you know what it's funny because i binged just because i love our pod besties out here i binged it last night for you guys <laughs> for you but can i tell you um when i was like running around like trying to cook and other things yeah i put it in the english version and i was kind of getting acclimated to them but then watched it in like the swedish version to just kind of understand their characters and like be like oh like tone of voice matters you know but anyways it was a good season it was it it is one of I would say right now it is my favorite version of Love is Blind. It was juicy. <laughs> it had all the drama, but I loved like a lot of the characters. They felt more like yeah. real. And mm-hmm. 
I also liked that most of them were in their 30s too. I feel like there was yeah. like a little bit of maturity there that you don't really get always with the US version. Um, <laughs> and Wait, So what were your favorite? Who are your favorite people? Okay. Like, I'm again, we are... I'm, I've already watched all the episodes. So this is me just like reacting to it. I still really like Amanda. I think she is an angel on this earth. I feel yeah. really sad for her because... Sergio is, I think, Satan in disguise. It's, I was like, Sergio, Sergio. I'm like, ooh. Um, and then I really love Chris Lay. Chris Lay, yeah. yeah. Okay, I'm in the same boat as you. It's like I was writing notes down as I was watching it. And like, I, it just like my mind changed throughout it. And then the reunion hit and I was like, Sergio, please. Like, what is going on? I, I thought we saw a lot of character development from him. And I was like, okay. And then just thing after thing happened. And I was like, oh, no, there's some red flags. Okay, can we <laughs> the talk internet about was right. Sergio? And I know that we are probably not pronouncing their names in like the Swedish way. So we'll try our best. But the thing about Sergio, when he lied to Amanda in the beginning about going on dates, like when they decide to be exclusive. Oh, yes. Yeah. That triggered something in me. It kind of took me back to um, my pod days. <laughs> <laughs> the little love triangle I didn't know I was in, <laughs> even though yeah. someone had asked me to be his girlfriend. <laughs> um, yeah, mm-hmm. I remember that moment still, too. Because... Uh, dating other people behind my back and like getting mad. Um, Chain, I, was, I remember that. I was like, used to get mad at me <laughs> for dating other people. Uh, can, can I tell you though? Weirdly, Sergio reminds me of like a combination of Shake and Shane. The Shaz combined is. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> I was like, oh, it's always those S's. Those S's <laughs> are always in the wrong. I, I was shocked when Amanda said yes at the altar, especially with the rumors of um the baby going around the baby in Barcelona. That's not in Barcelona, as we found out later on. But I just like, <laughs> I, I don't know, like he's such a liar and a manipulator that I'm like, why are you with him, Amanda? Yeah. Like, why? I agree. Like, why do you think? She literally just, like, honestly swept everything under the rug, all the rumors that were happening. She's like, well, there's no concrete evidence. It, it's a classic, it's a classic, like, projection of a little bit of insecurity. Uh, I don't, I hate to put that on her, but I feel like she just wants love so badly that she's willing to overlook some of the, the red flags and the obstacles that is... Sergio. Some of like, the red flags. All of them. <laughs> all of the red flags. But the fact that she's having his baby now, it's like yeah. she's never getting it out of that relationship. He's going to get away with everything. It's so hard because I don't want to make any like assumptions. Really, yeah. Like I don't want to make any assumptions or really just like mean comments about Sergio because look, we don't know them. And now they're married. She's pregnant with his child. It's like very all messy. But everything we saw on the show, including the way that he spoke about um, the baby that he's having with the subtitle said third party. Like, I don't know exactly what it said, but with another one, pretty <laughs> much that he calls a third yeah. party. Um, I that baby, the way he said. It's not true that. I have a baby in Barcelona. I have a baby in Sweden. I was like, what? Like, what? it's like, he was such trying a, to be dramatic. I know, but it's like, it's like, I hate those people. 
It's like you yeah. have like a level of arrogance and I don't know, like well, it's just gross. I'm sure you see me post this bag on social media every time I travel. I'm so obsessed with my Bay's Weekender bag. It is by far the best travel bag I've ever had. At first, I was influenced by social media because everyone had these bags, but I totally understand why because Bays makes packing and organizing so easy. My favorite part of the bag is the bottom compartment where I keep my shoes and I sometimes even put my hair dryer in there. And there's also a zipper pocket on the back that becomes a trolley sleeve. So it fits over my luggage handle. I don't know. It just has everything I ever wanted and needed in a carry-on bag. And if you haven't already, you should check out their luggage too, because Bays has literally thought of everything you could ever want in a piece of luggage, a cushion handle, built-in weight indicator, washable bags for your dirty clothes, and all the interior pockets you need to keep yourself organized. And I am 100% that girl who overpacks every time. And I bring like five pairs of shoes for a weekend trip or like 10 different outfits for my mood. But literally, it doesn't even matter because with Base, I can fit them all into a bag. Right now, Base is offering our listeners a 15% off your first purchase by visiting BaseTravel.com slash out of the pods. Go to BaseTravel.com slash out of the pods for 15% off your first purchase. That's B-E-I-S Travel.com slash out of the pods. And even do you remember? Oh, my gosh, I totally forgot about this. But do you remember at the very beginning uh, when he wouldn't tell people his name and he was yes. trying to be like weird? And then also, oh, my God, I forgot when um, he got mad in Mexico at um, Amanda, Amanda, uh, when when he was like, he was like, I'm really upset with you because you didn't wear the bracelet that I gave you at the proposal and you didn't give me the ring. And I was like, you are such a superficial little what? Like, yeah. I'm so confused. I guess Dude, I, yeah, he's the worst. I think it, from the season, I absolutely, Sergio was screaming red flags. Well, oh. it's crazy because he's so quick to call out her red flags, what he perceives as red flags from her. But she's just not like it just might be the yeah. fact that like, for example, for me, when I was filming, I've talked about this on the podcast before, but like I protected Shane so, so much. Like every scene that we filmed together, I was like, I'm going to pretend we are good. I know we're not that good, um, you know, behind the scenes or behind the camera, but I'm going to act like everything's great because what if we get married and then have kids and our kids watch the show back? Like I'm not going to. Yes, that's them. exactly. Yes, that's exactly what my mindset was with Shake too, because obviously the whole attraction thing was a problem. And I was like, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm, I just know that one day I'm gonna look back and be like, regret it if I like, sh like was so negative towards somebody. Like that's always gonna be like how I am as a person. And so I totally understand what you're saying. But you know what's funny at the reunion? I like to look at the couples and see like the other person's facial expressions when like their partner's talking and I could tell there's like definitely some shit going on behind the scenes like I'm sure he's not just like you know like a, he didn't just get yeah, away with yeah. it I feel like in my opinion he really I feel like out of the honeymoon phase type of thing where you let like the guy get away with that much and I feel like there's yeah. definitely look again we don't know them but I wouldn't be surprised if there's issues behind the scenes um, that are definitely going on. And I hope um, that she's not. And I, I think maybe just for the cameras, she's making it seem like they're good. They're great. They're happy. But I, I hope that she is trying to keep him accountable for 
you know, his lies and everything. Cause I'm, I'm, I'm sure that if she was like me, she was really shocked to watch the show and see things that happened behind her back or the way he reacted in certain situations. And I know that probably triggered her, got her angry and she probably ripped shit. <laughs> I hope <laughs> if she's anything <laughs> like me, <laughs> it's kind of like, yeah. And it's always usually, I hate to say it, but it's mostly the couples that are like too lovey dovey or too like, oh my gosh, everything is perfect. Those are the couples that probably struggle the most behind the scenes. And like, you can tell, like, one thing I did appreciate about the reunion. First of all, let me take a step back. One thing I appreciated about the entire season was how many love stories there were and how many people were like actually compromised and got married. And I was like, I was watching the last episode with the weddings and I was like, oh my gosh, like I wish so badly that it worked out for me on the show. Like I truly wish that I, I could have gotten married because like what a beautiful way. Ugh. I'm so happy like for them you, though. I was like, you oh found my someone like not to shake. <laughs> Not to shake, Avi, but like if I found that love story, kind of like Chris Lay and Rasmus were my two. I literally was like, wait a minute. How did they actually make this work? I don't know if you remember, but Rasmus from the very beginning, I was like this. This dude is 100 percent a red flag. He's love bombing yes. everyone. And then I was like, oh, wow. OK, you did the right thing. Finally. <laughs> but I was so happy for them. I was like, oh, I do, too. I'm really glad that they worked out. I'm a big fan of Chris Lay. She's one of my favorite people from the season. I feel like she's a girl's girl. Even the way that she. Like asked the questions that she did, like try to keep Sergio accountable was I was yeah. like, you know, what? good for you. You're just like really yeah. trying to like be there for her. Yeah. Friend. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. And the best part. Oh, this is the cutest thing. But in the lounge. She asked, I don't even remember who she asked, but they were both um, after Rasmus. And um, when one of the girls in the pods, I think it's I don't even remember who it was. She was like, oh, yeah, it's Rasmus. And she started tearing up crying. And she was like, oh, that sucks. Like, I can't believe it's Rasmus. I don't know. It just spoke to her pure energy. I really, really enjoyed her. But really quickly, can we talk about the blatant uh, similarities in storyline between Amelia and Lucas and me and Shake. <laughs> it was same, same, but different. <laughs> same, same. It, yes, it's like the same, same, but different. Yeah. Yeah. No, oh, 100%. Lucas. Uh, tr okay, truly, though, I... Um, okay, in my opinion, and I've... Can I ask you? I watched it and I was like, this is like Deep Tea storyline. So, like, how did, yeah. how did it make you feel watching it because I feel like it's different when we watch the show and it's us, right? It's us because mm -hmm. we have our own memories watching the show. There's more context to the things watching it. And I feel like I can't be fully objective to what I see on screen. And it's way more emotionally charged when we're watching ourselves go through hard times on the show or like seeing our storylines. But how did it feel being like a third party watching their storyline, which is very similar to yours? I'm not going to lie to you. It kind of broke my heart for Amelia. I was like, this sucks so bad that the physical attraction isn't there. And I have been a pro like, I have always said this in interviews, whatever, after the show aired. It's not the fact that Shake wasn't 
attracted to me that that was the problem. It's the way he handled it. And that's why, in my opinion, I feel like Lucas, like he's a little bit of a people pleaser in the sense that like he didn't want to hurt Amelia. But I think he was like honest from the beginning and was like, this is my issue, but I like truly love you. I think that he went about it like okay like as as okay as it could been like it's a really shitty situation to be in but i wholeheartedly think that having physical attract like being physically attracted to your partner is extremely important and if it's not there and it can't be built then like you have to go your separate ways the one thing that i will say though is i think it like from amelia's perspective because i like related to her so much was that it does really like hit your ego it like makes you feel really insecure and you have to really pull yourself out of that mentality and be like it's okay that someone doesn't find me physically attractive like there's so many other people out there you have to constantly remind yourself of that but i i don't fault lucas i i really I don't. don't the only thing i I don't either. I was going to say the only thing that I found that was kind of annoying is that he like decided to date her after their wedding day. Yeah, that's what I had in my notes that they continued their relationship for two weeks after the wedding and then they broke up. And he said that it was still that lack of physical chemistry that was like the the problem. And I'm like, yeah, uh, I don't know. Like, just let it go. Um, then. Yeah, because I feel like on the one hand, it's like. Uh, kudos to you for trying so hard but on the other hand it's like if it hasn't worked why are you stringing her along you know just let her go well i felt i felt so bad when she started crying about like continuing that relationship yeah. um to the end of the show she was definitely hurt. yeah okay here's my thing about like physical attraction i actually don't think it's that important i think it's actually important to an extent when you first meet someone but i think when in like Amelia and Lucas's case, but also you and Shake, if you either have to be super fucking shallow, if it is such a big factor and you like someone's personality, but can't get over their physical attractiveness, like can't Mm -hmm. like get through. I think that is actually like huge superficiality because I, I believe that attraction grows when you really fall in love with someone so I think when people say like, I love you, but just am not physically attracted to you. I'm like, that's BS. Like, you just love them as a friend then. Like, there's yeah. like, you don't love I think them it's, as a partner. But truly but, though, yeah, no, continue Well, I was going to okay. say, I think in this case though, it's like, if you really, really get to know someone and you're still not physically attracted to them, I feel like that's just like incompatibility at the end. Because yeah, I agree. we're under the impression that attraction grows as you get to know someone and fall in love with them, then like, and you can't get there, then you, that's just, that's just, you're just not in love with them. <laughs> I heard a really surprising statistic the other day. Did you know that one out of eight couples struggle with infertility? Wow, I did not know that. Yeah, I don't think most people know this or they're just not ready to really talk about it. But truly, we need good data and information about our bodies so that we can have informed conversations with our doctors and make the best decisions for our future. Exactly. I mean, knowledge is power. And when you know more, you can make better decisions for your body, your health and your future. I mean, there aren't many decisions bigger than having a kid. But for many women, their fertility is a big question mark. We always talk about this. I mean, I know it was a big question mark for us. 
Yeah, absolutely. And that's why Modern Fertility was created. It's an easy and affordable way to test your fertility hormones at home with a simple finger prick. Mail it in with a prepaid label and you'll get your personalized results within six business days. Right now, Modern Fertility is offering our listeners $20 off the test when you go to modernfertility.com slash out of the pods. That means your test will cost $159, which is a fraction of what it would cost at a fertility clinic. Get $20 off your fertility test when you go to modernfertility.com slash out of the pods. Modernfertility.com slash out of the pods. <laughs> okay, a couple a couple thoughts uh, to that, though. I feel like there's just it's so hard with physical attraction, though, because first of all, love is blind is so unique in that like if attraction grows over time and like someone's not your physical type and you spend time with them and it naturally grows great but this was so different because you're already close to them without seeing them and then you introduce the physicality of it so I think like the mindset is just so like it just fucks with you it's just like such a different mentality to be in but I do have to say like uh, you're right about the compatibility thing like they're just not compatible but I wholeheartedly think that physical attraction does make a difference i think it dies over time and then your love is what continues on but like anyways i, I really felt for amelia and like it was so wild the similarities when lucas was like oh my god i could see her as like an amazing wife an amazing mother i'm like oh my god it's triggering this is so shake no, 100%. I, like, I watched that and i was like wow you know all he needs to say is the ant common now <laughs> Is he going to say that uh, Amelia reminds him of his aunt or like what's going on? I literally died. But OK, OK. Uh, final thoughts on Lucas, though. I really, really think that it's different. It's same, same, but different than Shake, <laughs> because truly I felt like Lucas was more willing and like really like tried, tried. And I don't know. I don't know. I just really uh, I don't hate Lucas. I, I understand him. And that's weird coming yeah. from me, but I understand. I understand. Look, I, uh, I, I, I do understand it too. It's always hard when it's happening on like on yeah. TV. Like I feel right, like the exactly. way Lucas thinks is how some people really do think, and it's like private in their thoughts. But instead, he has to continue <gasps> yes. to talk about it in the cameras to like yes to have people understand why you know he, he didn't move forward. I just remembered what I was going to say about the superficiality. But do you remember when, uh, what's his name? Rasmus. Rasmus. Yes. Okay. Do you remember when Rasmus, at the very beginning, he was so honest and he was like, listen, I I, I love going on these dates, but I, I'm superficial. <laughs> he literally straight up said, I'm superficial. And I was like, I kind of liked it because he's like, be honest about who you are as a person. If you are very superficial, then just say it. Thanks, you know I what I mean? I, I kind of weirdly, I was appreciative of that. Oh, yeah, I forgot he did. I forgot about that. Yeah, he did. He was like, well, I got to have to see who, what they look I mean, like, if they have bad teeth. Remember the teeth comment from Shane? I mean, they didn't show it on the show. I think for our season, they were still very, like, I feel like that superficiality was more part of, like, Shake's storyline, you know, in the beginning of the pods. But Shane was very curious yeah. about um, what all the women looked like. Like, I, I heard, um, well, through Shane at the time. Shayna was telling Shane, like, who was, like, really pretty in the pods. Mm -hmm. And I think it was like, she gave a description of Whoever. herself and like, 
people assume she was really pretty along with uh, Kara was a big one um, and like other women. And then I guess like Shane had asked about me and she's like, she's cute. <laughs> like very Yeah, like, I remember. Trying to like keep it as if I'm like <laughs> not pretty. And then I remember Shane asked me like how I would rate myself like look wise. And I was like, oh, five out of 10. And he was so yeah. bothered by it. Like I could tell. Yeah. Like he was like, oh my God, yeah. like, should I like move forward? Because remember we, Shane like relate to me. I remember at the very end that he was like very fit. Like he was like, I, I used yeah. to be a personal trainer. He told me his height. He was like, I'm, I think I remember that. Whatever. Yeah. And so, um, you know, I guess what I'm trying to say is to like, me? I knew Shane was also superficial. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. okay. You know what's it's just dumb to me, though. Like, yeah, fine. Admit that you're superficial. But like, don't go on a show called Love is Blind when you're literally about to date somebody. You, It's about personality and like getting over the superficiality. But yeah. like, I guess whatever. Put yourself to the fucking experiment. <laughs> well, I mean, at the end, he <laughs> but, did. I mean, when I told him, I was like, I was like, I five know. out of ten. He's like, oh, shit. Well, here we go. He goes, I'm proposing tomorrow. So yeah. we'll just have to see. <laughs> um, so no. Yeah. No, but dude, really though, um, I really liked this season. It was cute. I was like, oh, I I like that there was so much love. But can I say one thing? Yeah. You know how like Love Is Blind, like in the U.S., we kind of like know some of the behind the scenes drama and like some shits that you know that went down. You know how like like, the the bread is. No, what's the word? We know how the butter is made. Oh, oh, I what's the I don't know, that's wait, a like white we, person thing to say. We know how the it's either bread the or butter's bread. churned. Yeah, like we know how what goes on behind the scenes. Like we know how the show yes. is produced and edited. Exactly. But this mm-hmm. felt very like but this, I don't know. We're, yeah, we're like so in the dark. And I'm like, oh, like I really want to know like what truly happened behind the scenes. Like what was the drama? Cause I know Sergio ain't no angel. No. I was Bro. like, should I message Chris Lake? <laughs> I but do I have to do it in I really was like, should we have? What's funny is one of our listeners commented on our post and was like, bring this couple on to uh, Love is Blind as your guest because they know English and they'll drop some tea. And I was like, oh, should we? Uh, sh- wait, should we? Honestly, <laughs> should we? we'll keep you guys updated. Maybe. We'll yeah. see. Yeah, but I would love that. I definitely will watch. The next season um, of Love is Blind Sweden. I really, really enjoyed this season a lot. And I'm so glad that we were kind of pushed by our listeners to react to it because, um, like I said, it was one of my favorite seasons of Love is Blind. It was Blind. a really good season. And I think the reunion was yeah. so wild and juicy that I was like, oh, I'm here for this. <gasps> Oh, my God. One last thing about the reunion. I absolutely loved the way they showed like unseen footage. Mm-hmm, yeah. And um, and I can't even remember who it was. Katya. 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 Katya was the one who started dating somebody else from the pods. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, I love these like little hidden gems of like stuff that they didn't air during the like the normal episodes. And I was like, oh, I like this. But anyways, overall, I would give it an eight out of ten. Okay, uh, based on all the Love is Blind seasons that I've seen, so I've seen two seasons of Love is Blind Brazil, the first season of Love is Blind Japan, um, and obviously all the U.S. seasons, I would give this a 9 out of 10. What? Wow. Because we love love around here. We love love. (laughs) love. We love the drama. We love it in a different language, too. 
Yes. Well, guys, we did it for you. Just for you. We reacted to Love is Blind Sweden. And we might do the next one. It was that good. So, and we might bring (laughs) some interviews on. Who knows? We'll try to make it work. I got the best package today. My Thrive Market box. I absolutely love that Thrive Market carries brands with the best quality ingredients. They restrict hundreds of ingredients across their food and cleaning products. And as an organic girly myself, it just truly makes my heart so happy. (laughs) So I'm also a Thrive Market member and I just knew that you would love Thrive Market. I love it too because I don't have to worry at looking at the labels and making sure that there's ingredients in there that I just don't want. And I save money on every single grocery order. On average, I save over 30% each time. And they even have a deal page that changes daily. And it always has some of my favorite brands. Dude, literally, I saved over $40 on the stuff that I bought the other day. And I like to use coconut oil to do oil pulling. But I found this amazing coconut oil mouthwash on Thrive. And I guess what I'm trying to say is I just love filtering through their sections and finding healthy new things. Like for example, in their snack section, I found this amazing chickpea puffs product. And essentially, it feels like I'm eating Cheetos without the bad ingredients. <laughs> Join in on the savings of Thrive Market today and get 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. Go to thrivemarket.com slash oddthepods for 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. That's T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash oddthepods. Thrivemarket.com slash oddthepods. Well, should I intro our yeah. next segment for us? All right, guys, we are bringing back our little advice corner column, whatever you want to call it. But I feel like there's so many listeners who submitted like stories that were just so good. And I feel like, you know what? Let's bring the angel devil, Natalie and I. (laughs) Wait, who's the the angel in this scenario? Clearly uh, not you. (laughs) I'm wearing red too. (laughs) Just kidding. A little little devilish today. (laughs) (laughs) What are you not? No, I'm just kidding. We got a lot of listener stories. So we're going to start with a few of them that like really stood out to us. Okay. Our first listener question. This one is, I'm going to say dealing with your husband's douchebag friends is what I topiced it. (laughs) Okay. This person says, my husband is so loyal, but it can actually be to a fault. We've been together for a long time. And for the most part, I've been cool with his friends and even considered them my friends. Recently, one of his friends became a woman hater, (laughs) Andrew Tate type. (laughs) And during a conversation while at lunch with the friend group, he straight up told me women over 30 are useless. Excuse me, I'm 33. I guess Um, we're useless. (laughs) Since... I know. Since then, I have refused to be around him and my husband won't really distance himself from him either. My husband is an amazing guy. He never says anything mean about anyone, but he's always there for anyone he loves. But some of his friends can seriously be questionable and offensive. I guess my question is, how do you deal with your man's douchebag? You don't. (laughs) Oh, classic. (laughs) Kick him to the curb. No. Just kidding. Honestly, can I just say you are the company you keep? And you know what? We are out with people pleasing. Like your husband sounds like me five years ago trying to please everyone. No. Like if he's literally like an Andrew Tate type, like get him out of here. Like show your husband the light. Yeah. I feel like if he's saying like comments like women over 30 are useless, like, no, I'm sorry. I don't think I would let my husband. 
I don't know if I mean, obviously, I couldn't tell my husband, hypothetically speaking, like, hey, you can't hang out with him anymore. Like, obviously, it's up to my husband if he wants to continue hanging out with this person. But I'd be like, you think we're ever going to yeah. fucking lunch with this guy again? Hell no. Like, absolutely not. Exactly. Exactly. I think that's what I would do, too. I'd be like, you know what? Listen, I can't control you and tell you who to hang out with and who to not hang out with. But I can absolutely control what I do. And for me, the boundary is I am not going to hang out with this person because he does not make me feel good in life. And life is too short to be around people that you don't like. So goodbye. But you have fun, you know? Yeah. (laughs) That's what I would say. Go live your life. You pick him or me. Actually, that would be like, that's what I hope I would say. But I know in reality, I'd be like, block, like, absolutely Absolutely not. not I was like, you're going out with who? (laughs) Yeah. Andrew Tate, who? (laughs) No, I agree. Oh, man, it is a hard one. But you know what? I think you got to let your husband do his thing. And eventually, they'll drift apart. But you make your concerns. I'm not going to those lunches. You, You don't give him any peace about it exactly if you want to complain every five minutes about this andrew tate type person then you you do it you make your husband's life hard right yes exactly <laughs> exactly <laughs> look at what andrew Don't be said but uh make your opinion known okay i like, will say though it depends mm-hmm. on how much history he has with this friend because I, I will I, i'm gonna be like very honest here i have this friend who did kind of like a shady thing like several, several years ago now when we were in our early 20s. It's my nothing like illegal trait. or anything crazy. Oh, like, I was going to say like, my... It's not straight up murder or anything like yeah, that. But my like... toxic trait was trying to ask you, what was it? What was this thing that he did? <laughs> yes. She just got involved in another person's relationship, if you get what I'm saying. Mm, okay. Um. Look, we were pissed <laughs> Listen. at her. Like my friend group, we were like, what the fuck? Like you better get yourself out of this mess. And she didn't do it as fast as we thought she would. Um, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And what was really hard, though, is like she was my friend for a really, 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 really long time, like since childhood. And so it wasn't as easy of just like dropping her. And Cutting it was it really off. tough then, too, because I had been cheated on before. So I knew what it felt like on the other end at that point. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, you are like, you are causing hurt that I've personally gone through and like you're doing yeah. it to someone else, even though like it's the triggering. guy is also at fault. But you know what I'm saying? And so, yeah, it's um, just triggering. And I remember talking to like my partner at the time and he's like, you should just like cut her cut out. It. But I remember being mm-hmm. like, there's so much history there. Like, yeah. how do I just cut her out? Like, she's still my friend. You I want the best to. for her and I want to lead her to make the right decision because I don't think she's like a bad person. Yeah, I think it uh, it definitely depends on the level of like wrongness or the level of like, you know, like what is it exactly that makes you not align with them anymore? You know, and in this situation, I really think like one, either tell him straight up to his face, hey, what you're saying is offending me and if and see how he reacts and see like what the trajectory is. And also, secondly, I feel like when we were in when I was in my 20s, I think I allowed a lot more bullshit to pass through my life. And I'd be like, oh, fine, I'm OK with this. But as I'm getting older, I'm like, no, if like you are your your com- the friends you keep is so important and, and the company you keep is like vital to you who you are as a person in your mindset so if it doesn't align anymore 
regardless of how long you've been friends, I think it's just time to love them from afar. Truly. (laughs) That is my favorite line from Deep Sea. I'm just going to love them from afar. Yeah. No shade, no hate. Just all love from afar. (laughs) And I was like, I'm not. You shouldn't either. I was like, I'm just going to I'm just going to go afar. (laughs) No love. (laughs) But um, anyways, well, that's our that's our opinion or advice. Good luck. Well, good luck. And tell us tell us what you end up doing. I hope you say something to Andrew Tate's face. Yeah, (laughs) agree. Or I hope you just never see him again. Yeah. Ooh, (laughs) I'm excited for the next one. Yes. Okay. So Deep Tea titled this next one, Be in Love with Two Men at Once. Ooh, I can't wait to read this. So the email starts with, Hi, girls. Big fan. I would love your advice. I've been in a relationship for over a year now. I love my boyfriend and we've been talking about our future together, including moving in together in a couple of months. Recently, an old flame reached out to me. I never had a relationship with him, but we did have a friends with benefits situation before I got into my current relationship. He recently expressed his feelings for me. And since the proclamation, wow, I love that a proclamation. (laughs) I can't stop thinking about it. And I feel confused. I didn't realize I still had feelings for him until now, but I'm in this relationship. Oh, I've never been in a situation where I have had strong feelings for two men at the same time. I have no idea what to do. Oh. I don't know what you should do either. (laughs) Um, First of all, have you ever? Okay. Okay. There's so many thoughts. First of all, in my opinion, if you are with somebody. Yes. Deep D, have you, Deep D, have you ever been in this type of situation? Yes. (gasps) You have? I have. Okay. And what did you do? I chose the longevity of my relationship over the crush, my work crush. And do you regret it? Oh, I know the story. I actually knew that you did this. But do you regret it? Do you regret it now knowing that that relationship has not worked out? No, because I didn't want to be... I didn't want to do anything that's outside of my ethical boundaries. Wow. Mm. I didn't... Where the fuck did that come from out of my head? (laughs) No, but truly, I just would never be, like, known as a cheater. Like, even emotionally cheating. I was like, I have to cut this off. But... In my opinion, though, Natalie, don't you think that if somebody reaches out to you and they're like, I have feelings for you and you feel like spark and you can't stop thinking about it, that just means that the current situation you're in isn't as strong as you thought it would be. Because if you were so in love with this person, then anybody reaching out to you, you'd be like, nah, I'm good. You know, it's like, I think because... She, like, has these unresolved feelings for this last love or situationship. That's why she's questioning her current relationship. I think she shouldn't be with either of them, if I'm being honest. I was going to say, because I've had exes reach out. And, like, yeah. I right now I'm in a situation where I was like, I don't, like, like there's nothing there. Like, I'm like, <laughs> go away, you know? So I think to our you know, listener who submitted this story, I think you need to take a good look at why you're feeling the way you're feeling. If it's just like a very temporary thing, because I won't lie, like, I think it's very natural for even people in in relationships to feel attraction to other people or feel like, like having a work crush, but it's like how you deal with that. Do you put it (laughs) okay, so New York boy is I'm at his apartment. He just looked at me. (laughs) 
Uh, uh, he's like, I would love to he's know like, what you want to say here. No, but I think it's like mm-hmm. natural to like to feel like feelings of attraction for other people. It's like not explore those, but like it's it's like not exploring that. You just like say. it's a feeling that passes, and that like that's it. Like you don't do anything yeah. about it. Like that is the ethical thing yeah. to do. I think you need to see like why you feel this way. Like, are you really happy in your current situation? Um, yeah. And that's why you have feelings like, or is this just like a very temporary, like, like lustful feeling? Yeah, lustful feeling. Yeah, yeah. Okay, here's what I'll say. I think that, like Nadia said, take a really good look at your own feelings and what you want out of a relationship. I would highly suggest writing it down. Write down your feelings of like what you're looking for. What are the positives for both people? And also really think about why is it that your situationship didn't work from the beginning? Is it really just timing or... Like, do you just feel like your ego was hurt that you weren't with him? And that's why you're trying to, like, prove something to yourself by saying, oh, my gosh, look, he actually does want to be with me. And, like, think about the scenario, too, of, like, people always want what they can't have. When I get into a relationship, men come out of the woodworks trying to be with me. (laughs) And it's like, bitch, you just want what you can't have. No, I've been like that. And it's like like, on the other end. Yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. That's a real thing. it's so real people seem more desirable when when they're in they're with someone else. Yeah, with, when they're with someone else and they look really happy on social media so you need to think about like is that why and like why yes. were you guys only friends with benefits in the beginning like why didn't never right why didn't it ever progress to like a you know a relationship so i don't know there's so many different factors we can't tell you but i will yeah. say that if you love your boyfriend and you really see a future with him. You, you know, you talked about moving in with him a couple of months. Like the old flame is not worth, worth giving all that up. Can I tell you, I also think it's like a universal test. The universe is giving you a test right now. Are you going to proceed with what you're doing or are you going to like, you know, jump ship? I don't know. I feel like it's like a monumental turn. And I think about this often because this I, I feel like situations have happened to me like this. And I'm like, oh, the universe is like, did you learn your lesson? Are you going to go back to the toxic behavior or are you going to continue in a healthy way? <laughs> I'm telling you, really contemplate this yeah. <laughs> before you make your decision. Well, keep us updated. I'm very curious to see like what you decide to do. I mean, oof, this is a tough one, though. Can't say I've been in the shoes, though, one. but good luck. <laughs> Okay, first of all, can I just say I absolutely love reading like stories from our listeners. So if anyone out there is listening who wants some advice from us, whether that be good or bad, <laughs> um, reach out to us at our Instagram page at Out of the Pod. And make sure you leave a review and subscribe. See you next Wednesday. Bye.